Hi, my name is Dan Hogue, and I love music. In fact, you could say that music is my radar. My Radar, a podcast for music lovers near and far. Well, technically we are done with the 30-day song challenge, so consider this a little epilogue or a freebie episode, because on the challenge they allow for a 31-day month with an additional prompt on the 31st day, and even though it is May 1st, the prompt for the 31st day was just so good I couldn't pass it up. This would be a song that comforts your soul. And considering the times we're living in right now, I think we all need a song or several songs that just calm us down, center us, provide comfort. And for that, I'm going to dig deep back into my own personal life. A song that was a big help in my turbulent year of 2016. And that would be the Beach Boys song from their 1970 Sunflower album, All I Want to Do. to guess that most of you don't know that song. The Beach Boys have had a bit of a strange history. We all know their early days in the 60s with Fun Fun Fun, Surfing USA, all the car songs. And then Brian Wilson got more and more control of the group after he stopped touring, leading to Pet Sounds. Then he burned himself out trying too hard to top that with Smile. And for most people, the story of the Beach Boys ends there and then picks back up when they became a touring act in the late 70s and 80s, and when they had Kokomo. We don't talk about that in this house. But in between 1967 and 1973, the group's commercial fortunes weren't all that great, but they took a lot more risks and a lot more chances, with some of the other group members pitching in and Each of them had their own vision and their way of doing things, especially Dennis Wilson and Carl Wilson, and Brian would contribute stuff here and there. This particular song came from 1970's Sunflower, and surprisingly, the song itself was a collaboration between Brian Wilson and history's greatest monster, Mike Love. Yeah, I really don't feel the need to prop up the case against Mike Love because it's been talked about ad nauseum. He was holding the group back. He was the biggest naysayer of Brian Wilson's creativity. He let the band become a nostalgic act till the end of days. 
he had that bat spit insane speech when they got nominated to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 88, where he took shots of Mick Jagger and Paul McCartney for whatever reason. The list goes on and on. But from this song, you couldn't tell any of that. He just sounds like the most gentle, at-peace dude out there. My favorite part's obviously the verse, where it takes advantage of a chord sequence that I might have mentioned in my Uptight episode. I called it the My Sweet Lord chord sequence, and it does kind of sound like that. You can sing Hallelujah, Hare Krishna over the verse melody, and it would make total sense. Of course, the sections in the chorus or bridge, whatever you want to call it, are more complex, and they have a really good counter melody from Brian Wilson to balance it all out. And the whole feel of the song actually sounds out of place for 1970, and I've read people refer to it as one of the first shoegaze records. It just sounds slightly out of focus and lighter than air. The drums are very light, the guitar kind of floats. Although when I think of shoegazing, I think My Bloody Valentine, and they were a lot more aggressive in it. I've also heard it referred to as an early example of Chill Wave, and that I can actually see. I could totally see the song coming out from some 2010s or 2000s indie pop band, like maybe Islands or, I don't know, Youth Lagoon. There's so many of them out there, I can't really narrow it down. But yeah, it did confirm what I was thinking that it sounded more contemporary than you would think from a Beach Boys album in 1970. On a personal note, I came to this song in the middle of 2016. That was a pretty turbulent year for me. I had sold a house and bought another one. But the market was just starting to get really crazy then, heavily into the seller's market. So there was a little bit of stress and quite a bit of anxiety in between the selling of the house and buying of the new one, moved back home. Just a bunch of events and emotions came crashing down at once. And this song was a very much of a balm for me at the time. It wasn't the cure to all my problems by any means, but a good little distraction from my head and my mental state. So for that reason, I'm quite grateful for the song. And as I said earlier, it's a good time to talk about songs that calm you down. And hopefully I introduced a good one for you, the listener, to help you through these times where we don't know what the hell's going on or what's our future, when's our future, what's it going to look like. I think we all need something to reassure us, to calm the mental chit-chatter in your head and soothe you to sleep if that's what you're lacking at the moment. And honestly, doing the 30-day song challenge for the month of April has been a huge boon to me. It's been everything I hoped that it would be. A distraction, something new to do each day to provide a little structure. And if I helped at least one of you out during this time with my silly little episodes where I talk about songs that affect me, if I helped out one person, then my work has been done. And that's an official wrap on the 30-day song challenge plus one. Thank you all very much for listening, and I will talk to you soon on the next episode of Music Is My Radar.
Music Is My Radar is a podcast centered around music commentary and reviews. As such, all of the rights of the music samples provided in each episode remain property of their respective copyright holders.